Very, very few people know how to invest wisely. Very few people know how to delay gratification. It is really hard to be able to invest wisely if you don't know how to save wisely. So we know how important people are and how rapidly technology is and will continue to change our world. The way we live, the way we work, and the way we experience life as we know it. In a hyper-connected global economy, it is the combination of extraordinary people and advanced tech that will make a brighter future. But without evolved leaders knowing how to apply that value of neurodiversity, businesses, teams, and relationships will exponentially suffer. We believe in your ability and are obsessed with helping people like you shift into unlimited potential. It is our honor to help you and your teams optimize and automate the skills, tools, and solutions that can bridge that gap between intelligence and implementation as you venture into your unique mission. Let us welcome you to Evolve Ventures. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. I am your host, Bianca Thomas. And I am your host, Amelia Smith. Welcome back for another episode. And um, this one's a Motivation Monday. So happy Monday, y'all. Happy Monday. If you just want to try on the day and pretend like it's Monday. Um, I saw somewhere that you know, the, what is it? The Guinness world record had like deemed Monday, the worst day ever or something. Get it gave like an acknowledgement to, really? to Monday. And I, I just want to say, you know, for all those people who are like celebrating, raising the roof over that, like good on ya. But also for those people who are like all for Mondays and that get energized by like the concept of Mondays because your rebel part comes out good on you too. So we're like celebrating y'all today. So number 137. Motivation Monday, a simple trick to have more money. We're all looking for tricks, for trades, for treats, especially around this October season, which we're recording it. So trick or treat, we are about to dig into (laughs) one very simple trick to have more money. So hopefully you're cracking up with us. Hopefully you're rolling your eyes. If we're doing that, then we are on the right track, right? So let us bring this energy into your day. (laughs) Trick or treat. Trick or treat. I won't ask you to smell my feet. All right. So. All right. So. There. So when we talk about like money, right? Like I think I don't think I've met one person. Like, B, have you met one person that's like oh not wanted to have more money? Just like never, not once. Never, not once. Right? Uh, like I'm not gonna say they don't exist because like I feel like I've met some sage in a future life or a past life that's been like money is the enemy. And like while I'm all for that in certain regards in my spiritual hat. <laughs> My more practical, realistic world that can't live like a monk right now in my in my life. And even though like as much as I want to, you got to have money. Money is the energico that allows the wheels in this whole giant cog of of wheels in society to actually run, to have momentum, to move forward, to build, right? And money is just the vessel to which so much of what we currently see now has been built. And so there's a whole gratitude component for it. But here we're we're here to have a simple trick. And really what I want to go into is one of the biggest aspects of when it comes to making and having and cultivating and manifesting more money, one of the biggest things that I wish someone told me. That's really the frame that I want to take it from because I'm hashtag selfish, y'all. No, I'm joking. All right. <laughs> so I want to say it was 
William Nelson. <laughs> I have no idea who it was, but honestly, the seventh wonder of the world. If I were to ask you, what would it be? What would your mind say? Interest. What'd you say? Compounding interest. God dang. That's what Albert Einstein said. He said the seventh wonder of the world is compounded interest. See, I knew there was a guy in the history books of guys that probably took it from someone else. That, someone said it. No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to discredit that. All right. So someone said it out there. Yes. Thank you, B. But so for all of you before, while you were chewing on that, you probably came up with really cool, different answers. I really want to acknowledge and celebrate the fact that we just said that compound interest. So that was something that like I feel like a lot of us growing up probably didn't get a lot of the nitty gritties of like what does that actually mean? How to like why should I care about that? And especially when it comes to like making money when you're like a youngin, you like care about like gumballs and like things that like really don't really have like that much of a big impact when it comes to, you know, when you get your big girl, big, big boy job and you put on your gumballs and what that you can't necessarily like. So how many gumballs are you going to pay me? You know, like. <laughs> What's my salary in gumballs? You know, <laughs> who remembers going to the vending machines, throwing in your 25 cents and getting a gumball or like a cool little toy, right? You know, damn well, it's not 25 cents anymore. You get to put like a whole dollar Definitely in for crusty gumballs. Definitely not, right? So, okay, so let's take this mentality, right? So you you definitely like when you were growing up, you probably weren't oh necessarily, no one probably said, hey, you know, money is going to be the number one thing that's going to separate you from status, from um, access to resources. This is the number one thing. Or you might have had a really, really challenging and rocky relationship with money. So simple tricks to have more money. It's like you've been trying to scrap those up since the day of yar. And with that. What? With that, <laughs> compound interest is something that is deeply misunderstood. It is so simple and it is so possible for you. And we're going to bring that in into the most simple sentence that I can say, which is shifting from an investor identity to a or shifting from a saver spender identity into an investor. And okay, Amelia, what the hell is that? What do you mean by that? Okay. If you were to be given a dollar, let's go back to that like six-year-old self, right? Say you really loved gumballs and this was something you were given a dollar and you say, hey, okay, this $1, if you can wait, it's like that kid with the marshmallows. If you can wait, then you'll get two marshmallows when mommy and daddy come back. It's just like that. We're like in the experimental chairs for our parents to like to take a video of us and laugh at us when we eat the marshmallows, right? Just like that dollar, we're going to like get four gumballs. We're going to, you know, because what we're not necessarily taught is to delay gratification, to delay pleasure now for much larger, bigger, more important, more valuable pleasure or reward later. And so Shifting into so much of the the investor mentality really requires you to leverage the delay of gratification and therefore leverage the compound interest mentality. So shifting out of that spender identity and saver identity into the investor identity, that is really, really important and one of the biggest simple tricks to have more money. Why? Because your money will work for you. If you're just hoarding all of your dollar bills and you're like, okay, I'm going to be a saver. I'm going to save all of my money and I'm going to just put it in the bank because 
maybe I don't want gumballs, but like I want like a, a fancy purse or some shoes later on. Okay, cool. You've done the first step. But that money isn't making you money. The percentage that you putting in that the bank account, the percentage that you'll get by having your money compound there, that's not going to help and leverage really what you could be doing, which is compound interest when you make solid investments. That's why there's a whole, the boomer generation is all about like physical real estate. Why? Because year over year, that rate of the compound value has just gone up, right? And so to bring this down, simple trick. Yeah, Delay. and this is this is wicked high level. Bring you got to bring it too down much, a little bit. Too much. We're bringing it down. <laughs> Delay gratification. What does this look like? Okay. Can I pause you for a second? Of course. Before Amelia gets into this, I know a lot of you are probably listening to this thinking like what the hell do these two young girls know about money? Like why should I listen to them? Gotcha. I really 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 want to credit Amelia. She's not going to credit herself in this, so I'm going to give her this credibility. Mm-hmm. Amelia is hands down one of the best people I have ever seen when it comes to finances. At 27, she literally paid cash for her own home. So like, Mm. I want to give you that credit because you're not going to give it to yourself. What 27-year-olds do you guys know genuinely that paid cash for their own house? So like, I just want to lay that out there. She's not just talking out of her ass. Like she also works for a the large company doing all of this stuff, doing the financials and whatnot. So oh, yeah. this is not just coming out of nowhere. She has the credibility, the background, the degree in this. So appreciate you. Pay attention because everything <laughs> that she's talking about, I've implemented in my own life. And it's why I've been able to do the things I've been able to do and why she's been able to do the things she's been able to do. So I appreciate you, B. Thank there's you. that. You're welcome. So yeah, so managing a multi-million dollar business, I sh- or yeah, a multi, multi-billion, no, yeah, a multi-million dollar budget. I should probably mention that I, I do that, you know, on the day. <laughs> that might add some credibility here, right? Um, but to that extent, yeah, just slapping cash daddy on the table. when Cash you, daddy? Slapping that on the table when you are <laughs> manifesting your dreams. I think that's important, yeah? Um, having multiple global businesses that are successfully in the green. Um, but also all of those green statuses, the, the shiny things that I have now, that was a huge compound effect of learning from the failures that I did have, okay? So- to this, B, I really appreciate that credit so that everyone out there, like, you know, and even just shifting from, from a saver, I've had to personally shift from a saver and spender mentality. I thought, you know, um, the, the messages that I got growing up was everyone knows how to spend money. Not everyone knows how to save. I played that record and, and shout out to my dad on that. Cause that, that was definitely something that I, I learned so deeply and I play that record again and again. So I would save, 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 save so much money. So I had over a hundred grand in the bank. Okay. What does that hundred grand in the bank do when you're making six figures and you have a hundred grand in the bank? What is that money doing for you? What you're not leveraging is the compound effect of yes. Okay. Everyone knows how to spend money. Literally. You can get a credit card nowadays like crazy, right? Everyone knows how to, in theory, or, or to this, not everyone knows how to save money. It's a lot easier to spend, right? 
even better than all of that, very, very few people know how to invest wisely. Mm. Very few people know how to delay gratification. Can we bring it down a little bit though? Because like, yes, again, I don't think a lot of people listening to this are in a place where like, even for me, even for me, right? I'm not saying like anything. It is really hard to be able to invest wisely if you don't know how to save wisely. So can Mm. you give a few? I will give a great example. Can you give a few tangibles on how to save money better and like the decision making that you did when it came to like spending and saving? And then once Mm. you feel like you're in a secure enough place, then how do you invest intelligently? Mm. Yeah, thanks, babe, for taking that down. So so this is just such an unconscious competency, meaning like I've just had to do this because of my goals, right? So when it came to noticing the difference between, okay, spending and saving, that's, I guess, level one. You don't want to necessarily spend, right? So let's say, for example, you're scrolling on Instagram or you're scrolling on whatever feed and all of a sudden an ad pops up and <laughs> it solves the exact problem that you didn't even know you had. And, oh, well, it's it's like 15 bucks. Like, it's not that bad. You probably have that in your bank account. And if you don't, you know, your credit card, like, it's fine. Like, you know, it's just one more thing. You're going to pay it off, right? Those thought processes, that's where, number one, you got to catch yourself because that thought process What's happening, that one decision isn't just happening once a day, once a week, once a month. It's happening multiple times. And so that's the slippery slope, right? It's just like buying an $8 coffee when you could oh my God. save and ask yourself, do I really need this? So on the day-to-day, the questions to this point, from going from a spender to a saver, before you can even get shifted from a saver to an investor is zero to 10. Do I really need this? And more importantly than that question, how much utility does this purchase? Will this purchase add value to my life? So like, for example, Mm. a pair of shoes. If you have six to 10 pairs of shoes (laughs) sitting in your closet and there's these really cool shoes that happen to come up. On I feel called out. This used to be me. <laughs> it used to be me too at one point, right? Like we had to shift. And then all of a sudden you you see, okay, that pair of shoes, you have to stop and catch yourself. Because if you can't catch yourself in this, in this, from the spender to the saver mentality, good luck even trying to be an investor. And that's honestly probably too hardcore for this episode, but that's, that's Amelia <laughs> for you. Um, yeah. So catching yourself, do I really need this? There will be a thought record that will try to convince you into the yes. Be mindful of that, okay? (laughs) And so take a step back and replace and swap that question for how much utility can I get out of this? Getting out of things will help you shift from that spender to the saver mentality because you will actually have to look at the mathematical computation of if I exchange $15 for these shoes, how many years of service will this shoe serve me? Mm. Okay, so I want you really thinking about that because everything that you purchase has a quote unquote lifespan. They call it the product lifespan, right? And that lifespan or life cycle as a consumer, right? As a consumer, when you spend money, a lot of people don't necessarily calculate that, okay? So 
very quick, that's one small shift from the spender to the saver. The saver to the investor, maybe we'll do another episode on that because we do got to wrap this up. But the simple trick, you know, really is in that questioning yourself. What utility does this have for me? And how long can this investment, product, whatever, have utility in my life? Mm. Right? If you can just ask that one question, my friends, you are a lot closer to being on excuse me, the trajectory to leverage the compound effect, which is what I got so excited talking about at the very beginning of this episode. (laughs) And you're very closer. You're closer to shifting out of that spender to saver and then from the saver to the investor mentality. So apologies for getting so high level at first, but hopefully the simple trick as we can all get, it's shifting out of that spender to the saver. Then once you're at the saver, like you said, you have enough certainty and security into the investor. And I personally had to do all of that at once because of how big my goals are. Um, you know, but that was the pressure cooker that I put myself in. So I don't necessarily recommend that for everyone. Um, (laughs) and I'm really excited because at the end of the day, that simple trick of delaying gratification through that one question that can make a massive difference in your life. Cool. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) We hope this was helpful. No, don't apologize. (laughs) And it just goes to show the knowledge that you have in this area and just how how unfortunate it is that the majority of us weren't ever taught this stuff, you know, like, which is why it's so important to fuel our conversations, too. Yeah, exactly. So if you want more feedback on this please reach out to Amelia. Don't reach out to me. Reach out to Amelia. She (laughs) has way more knowledge in this arena than I do. Um, But we definitely will do more episodes diving deeper into these types of conversations. So thank you so much to everyone who was listening. Reach out to Amelia and I. Um, And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. We know firsthand how important it is to have people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't even have to be on camera. You can literally just listen in if you want to so that you can get this content. You can hear what the community has to say and be involved with the conversation in real time. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. Click in the link for Out of the Mud in the show notes to register for our next event. We love hearing from our listeners and community members. In efforts to help you evolve, we invite you to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Evolve Ventures or reach out to us directly via DM at Evolve with Amelia and Evolve with Bianca. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses that are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. 
This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.